0: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster.
1: This is the No Fucks Podcast.
0: You can't
1: handle the truth!
0: Hosted by Noah Fuchs. Alright, so welcome back to another edition of the NFP, hosted by me, Noah Fuchs. We also got Angus uh, producing this podcast, uh, Slice of Beef, on SoundCloud, if you want to go check out his SoundCloud. Please listen. <laughs> Today we have a guest I've never met before, but I'm actually excited to have him on. He goes by the name Fresh Prince 204 on Instagram, but his name is Jay Vaughan. How's it going, Jay? Doing good, doing good. How you doing? Uh, not too bad. So, everything kind of was shut down for a bit. It's kind of opening up right now in our city, but...
2: Yeah, slowly uh, things are starting to look better. I noticed the numbers were kind of starting to climb again.
0: But it's, like, not really in Winnipeg. It's more, like, so in, like,
2: the Brandon area kind of thing. The surrounding areas, yeah. I don't know. For the most part, I've just kind of been laying low, kind of doing my own thing, working on the music, sticking to my main friend group of, like, five, ten people. That way we're kind of avoiding the issues, making sure I'm not too out in public too often or, you know, going partying in places (laughs) where it's, like, a thousand, like, not a thousand people, you know, like, overly crowded and stuff like that where I would put myself or others in a dangerous situation
0: you're being conscious about it yeah? yeah 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 that's good to hear yo that way i'm not getting covid here didn't test you before you came in or anything the new corona goes anywhere uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so you talked about making music you've had like probably more time right now than you usually would to have to be creative so anything you want to talk about that you've uh, been putting your mind to or
2: uh we got a video we're gonna be working on next for two phase that was the Ooh. last single we had put out. Uh, shout out my boy Sasha for producing that one. Shout out Sasha. Uh, that one was a really interesting take because uh, the whole concept behind it, we were kind of going fucking like, Kanye style with it. So how so? And like, uh, well, we were like kind of sitting there listening to like "Piss on Your Grave" by Kanye West. Yeah. You know what I mean? We kind of got that that feeling of like kind of anger, but it was like ego like, anger a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were kind of like, how can we like recapture that in a way? And then Two Face ended up being the product of it. So. um... We we're like probably midway through the campaign now. I think we're about to hit like 2, 200,000 streams or something like that. Now. Jeez. So, that's very impressive,
0: man. I you mentioned it. Kanye. Uh, what do you think of everything going on with him right now, like Twitter
2: rants and all that shit? Have you been uh, keeping up with it a bit, or he yeah, had, he had, like I tune in time, time in and out. Uh, he did have one tweet that I didn't like pay a lot of attention to, where he's kind of like, you know, when it comes to being who I am, or even like the whole society he belongs to in general, it's like. A lot of it is, like, they'll draw attention to something, then they'll give you a problem. Then after that problem, you have an issue with the person, right? Then that person comes back and does something to, you know, skyrocket past that point they were before. And I think at Kanye West, when he said that, you can kind of look at it in his career, and he's done that repeatedly over and over and over again. Like, there's a, a thing that they were saying a couple of years ago where they're like, oh, Kanye's broke, Kanye's da 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 Yeah, they were saying he was in debt or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, didn't he,
1: like, raise some money for himself to get out of debt or something like that?
2: yeah and then i remember like he dropped the album shortly after though life and he, of pablo yeah and it blew up he ended up being like one of the richest rappers again the next year <laughs> well he so just so crossed like...
1: over the billion dollar mark yeah
2: there he says
0: go. he's got three billion or something now so he's not we know he's not bro but yeah, yeah. so you're working on like kind of a kanye style video yeah when, when can we expect to see that
2: uh we're gonna hopefully start shooting that soon uh i wouldn't say by the end of the summer maybe by like mid-fall you guys will probably get that
0: that's hype, man. What, what, you just been filming around Winnipeg, or...?
2: For the majority, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, what's, like, the spot for, like, music videos in Winnipeg? Is there...?
2: That's a good question, because, like, especially when it comes to filming music videos, because I feel like a lot of spots have been seen before. It's either you have to capture it in a way that... in a perspective that people haven't seen it before or just completely find like a new spot in the middle of nowhere that no one's seen. That's cool, man, fuck yeah. And you say you,
0: you almost got 200,000 streams?
2: Yeah, I think it's like 100, 166,000 something right now.
0: On Spotify? Or? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, bro. Yeah, so I, I don't know too much about you other than you're a chill guy, obviously just from the couple minutes we've met and you make music. What else can you tell me about
2: yourself? like? Uh, I'm really big in art. Yeah, like when it comes to music and stuff, I don't really look at it as just music. I kinda look at it as like a culture. So, like, for me, it's kind of, like, from the way, like, I dress to the way, like, I I present myself or even, like, the certain little things that I do, it all kind of relate to self in a way to music like even at my crib it's just like art everywhere like, I got Whoa, like yeah, I can tell you're and, like, like
0: super authentic with your like vibe I don't want to overuse the word vibe as a white dude but <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're just authentic man so like I appreciate that yeah
2: so you talk about art you're like super involved with like your album covers and all that is it all you yeah I usually do most of the directions like my ideas and then kind of have someone who can put those ideas into a physical form and then once it gets to the final point where we're looking at it we're like okay run it <laughs> Run it, run yeah, it, run it. So I want to know, who would you say inspired you to be the artist you are today? Uh, definitely, uh, I'd say Drake. Uh, i say Nas. Uh, who else could I throw out there? He's not really a rapper, but I'd say Boski. I feel like he's a huge inspiration behind my, my art a lot of the time. Um,
0: man, that's all I can think I'm of off the top right now. Nas and Drake? Yeah. yeah what's your favorite Nas song?
2: Probably Mind, something off Ilmion?
0: Yeah, that's sick. Uh, Drake, you got a favorite song by Drake? I know he's got like more
2: slaps than the Beatles, but. I got more slaps than the Beatles. Beatles. More slaps than the Beatles. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have a specific song by him. I think it's just kind of like the vibe that he puts on the songs for me, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of a specific one
0: either because they all kind of blend together at this point. They all have like
2: a, a synonymous sound, I guess, yeah. A
0: little bit, yeah. Uh, what about today? Anyone you can think of today? Like, maybe, like, I don't know, Playboy Cardi or something. I don't know if you're a Cardi
2: fan. Oh, shit. <laughs> I haven't listened to a lot of Cardi recently. Like, my homie, he had, like, 500 leaks by Cardi. He was, just, yeah. like, running in the car the other day I was just, Bro, like, going around. Bro, he was
0: so good before he started doing baby voice too much, I think. Personally, I don't know.
2: Sometimes he overkills it. Certain yeah. songs, it's like, okay, I can see where you're going with this. I can rock with it in other songs. I'm just like, ah. He's just too, like, <laughs> like, on 1993, like, when I heard that, I was like, come on. You, you can Bro, you took
0: so that. much heat on Twitter for that song. Because Drake was just, like, going off, and then he's just like, yeah. Still went certified platinum, I think, so, because it's got Drake on it. Which track are you personally most proud of? I guess you got close to 200,000 streams on Two-Face coming up, but would it be that one?
2: For release so far, I'd say Two-Face, yeah. yeah.
0: Two-Face?
2: What was your first track? Like, what was the
0: first one that you, like, thought, like... I could go somewhere with this.
2: Uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I still haven't really had that feeling yet with my songs. Like, a lot of them I know I have potential, but I haven't had that feeling where I'm like, this is going to be, like, the breakthrough song yet. Uh, I guess when I first started, like, I guess a rise would probably be the first song like, that kind of gave me that, uh, that feeling. But at first, I didn't even like the song, for being, like, 100% honest. Really? It was kind of just, like, the people around me that were like, man, this is kind of cool what you're doing here. Like, we like the sound. It sounds a little different. And I was like, if you say so. Have you ever had any like studios reach out to you or anything or record labels maybe? Uh, record labels, not really. Studios, uh, the ones I recorded at, yeah, but that's pretty much it.
0: Any bizarre stories you got from the music industry or any like funny
2: stories you got? Uh, I got like a little bit of a bizarre story. <laughs> so um, back in the day, I had this song that I released with uh, my homie Hapside Kozak. He was the producer on it. So he sent me the beat. We recorded it. We ended up doing a song. It was called Sip and Lean. We put it out. It actually made it, shout out to Vlad TV. It made it on the Vlad TV for uh, top fifty syrup songs in uh, Houston for a bit, and uh, so we got on there. And everyone on Twitter is like, "Yo, this beat kind of sounds familiar." Like da 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 da. The Meek Mill and Cardo drop a beat, and it's like literally like the same identical beat. Really. So I'm sitting there playing it back to back, and I'm like, something's not right here, right? So I started kind of adding them on uh, Twitter, and I'm like, "Hey man, like what's going on here?" My producer he's like getting furious. He's getting angry. He's like, "Man, like I need to check for this like." What's going on here? Like, Meek Mill's blowing off of this. Like, you know what I mean? And then Cardo finally gets back to me. He's like, Yo, man, like, what are you talking about? This is your beat. Like, this is a sample on there. I'm just kind of sitting there on my phone. I turn around. I'm like, Did you put a sample on this? He's like, I don't don't really remember, bro. And then Cardo sent me, like, the file of the sample. I'm just like, Bro, you got me hot for no reason, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I I ended up talking to him after and stuff, and he's like, in the future, maybe hopefully we could work and stuff on something. So, still waiting on that, but maybe one day that'll come true.
0: Yeah, is that kind of a dream?
2: That's kind of a dream, yeah. Like, he's a pretty huge producer. He's produced for a lot of uh, artists I've looked up to, I guess, growing up as well.
0: Who's, like, your dream artist to work with? Maybe Kanye West. Oh, i would be incredible. I mean, that'd probably, be, probably Kanye West, Because yeah. not too many artists get to work with him, right? So. Nah, nah. nah you're pretty I feel like special. the Kanye
2: West effect works a lot more than the Drake effect these days, too. A lot of people are down on Drake. I feel like. I feel like with with Drake though, another thing that people don't understand is that like him and his label are they're backed by like Jay Prince, like he's in the South and stuff, and he's like the mafia, like they yeah. run right? That's why no one touches No one Drake. fucks with Drake. Yeah. That's why he thinks game.
0: he's invincible at the Raptors games, too
2: he can walk because Jay prince is like he walks in the room he's the type of guy where everyone just i've never heard he's of jay prince who is he he's um, just like some just mafia dude i think like he was kind of born into money and then uh through lucrative businesses and stuff like that he started buying legitimate businesses and like if you go to the south most of them he owns now and it's like everyone's just working under him at this point
0: yeah i heard drake might actually start his own label or something though when people are saying it's like if lebron started his own league it would just fuck up the whole industry
2: I've heard uh, stories about that, because they're saying that he's close to ending his contract, so they're just trying to see, like, if he's going to sign to another label or what's going to go on with that, because obviously everyone's going to give him the highest bid It's Drake, right? But at the same time, they're saying if he decides to go independent, what's that going to mean for the music industry? Because when they're losing a huge market right there with their product that they're not going to be able to tap into, and if Drake puts that in, he, he makes it work... Everyone else is obviously going to want to follow suit. No one's going to want to go with these labels anymore to get this, this, and that done. They know they can do it themselves at that point. Yeah, no one's going to want to sign contracts or anything. I mean,
0: labels are always going to be around, though, because people starting out are going to need labels to get their name out there, I think. But the big artists might not want to go with a label anymore, right, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I talked about your Instagram uh, being Fresh Prince 204 I like the name. Uh, are you kind of being proud of being in Winnipeg with that,
2: or just repping the 204? I'd say I'm a proud Winnipegger, yeah. Like, I, I generally love the city. The vibe it gives off, um, I know there's certain places where it's like troubled areas, but you know where to find the spots that are chill, then it's no problems. Because a lot of people shit on our city,
0: hey, and personally I'm proud to be from Winnipeg.
1: That's it! Back to Winnipeg! <laughs>
2: So, I guess, like, what's your favorite part of Winnipeg? My favorite part of Winnipeg? Oh, definitely the south. That's not even, oh, the south. I've been hanging out there so much recently. It's just, like, it almost feels like a different city almost. It's, like, the vibe it gives off, the people, the aura. It's just, I don't know. Like, St. Vital or what? Not even St. Vital, like, Bridgewater kind of area. Bridgewater, yeah. yeah. The new
0: development. Yeah. You ever traveled anywhere, man? You got any traveling stories?
2: For, like, work... Yeah, I've traveled places. But other than work, I've been to, like, Toronto for, like, personal reasons. And that's pretty much about it. Really? What was Toronto like? Toronto was lit. <laughs> I went there. Um, my homie took me to the Drake Hotel. Ooh. And he was like, at uh, first, we kind of show up there. And I'm like, man, I'm not paying, like, $20 getting to get into a club. Like, okay. what kind of? Like, you know, like, that's kind of over, over the top for me at that point. He's like, oh, no, no, man. We don't have to pay. Just like, watch this. <laughs> kind of just, like, follow him over. He's like, yo, just light a cigarette. Stand right there and watch me. And I'm like... That's all I gotta do. Like, I right, bet, let's let's try this out. So he goes and he talks to the dude at the door. I see him like dapping him up, they're laughing for like five minutes. All of a sudden he's like looks at me, he just goes like this. I just throw my cigarette and I walk in and I'm like, what the hell did you say to him? oh, man, I saw a conversation with him, asked him day was and just walked in and I was like, <laughs> What the hell? Yeah. So we ended up getting in there and like we're just like kinda chilling and drinking and stuff. It was like originally I think like two or three floors or something like that, But the top floor closed off, So we're mostly chilling like the, the middle floor. And then um after like an hour to be bumping to Russell Peters and he's like... Really? Just drinking, just like going ham. So we're like, oh, okay, okay. This is this is the move right Funniest now. Funniest motherfucker. Yeah. So, so funny. Ended up hanging out with him for a little bit and just drinking and the shit. So that ended up probably being like my favorite memory of being in Toronto.
1: What's Russell Peters drink?
2: Yeah, what's he drinking? He really likes vodka. He really likes his vodka. Just straight vodka? You think vodka, he likes shots. Shots, shots yeah. yeah.
0: Is that what you were drinking that night then? Yeah. <laughs> what's your drink of choice though? Bacara, right if Russell Peters isn't yeah.
2: around. I'm really big on the crevasse, yeah, uh, LBJ, or sometimes Estella. Estella? Yeah, classic the tequila. The tequila been hitting me recently. Tequila.
0: Any other Toronto stories, though, like that you can think of? It's like, price so expensive there, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You buy anything there? I got a Subi shirt at Nordstrom. That was about it. Yeah, how much did that run you? About, like, $235. Yeah, yeah. fuck. What's your favorite piece that you own personally? Because it seems like you're pretty fresh.
2: It's in your Instagram handle, right? True, true. At the moment, i will probably say uh, my Jordan Eleven is from the year two thousand. Those are probably like, my holy grail right now. Uh, I can't say how much I got those for, but for these days they're going for like six ninety five U S. Oh, yeah. If you want to buy them. Damn. Is that
1: the most you ever spent on like a pair of shoes or? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Word up. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. I, I do remember what I was gonna ask. Um. So. How do you find it that, like, you know, you've got um, hip-hop kind of vibing with country music and, like, they're all kind of kind of coming together. Like and just Lil, Lil Nas X. I don't know if they really are, but... But, like, they're coming together. Like, country music and, you know, hip-hop are collabing a lot lately. And, you know, I'm a small-town Alberta kid, so, you know, I'm old Western, whatever, and then I get this new hip-hop and, you know, it's like, okay, I'm listening to a top 40 station. So how do you think that's happening? Or why do you think that's happening and how do you like it? Are you a fan?
2: uh i wouldn't say i'm a fan i wouldn't say i like it or dislike it um it was actually my mom i think who showed me an artist i can't remember what his name was but he was really blowing up i guess like internationally who's was had the sound and I, I kind of found it really interesting because it was like it was different for when and it was catchy uh personally i don't really listen to country music but i felt it was something if i really did pay attention to in detail i could get into his music and i think it's uh really interesting because hip-hop it's always been like rap culture everything in general has been really accepting to most things that's why i feel like it's constantly evolving i feel like that's just another part of it evolving to something new like a new sound that others can explore and like you never know maybe someone will take that sound and mix it with another sound a couple of years from now and we have like that's country the... rap edm or something like that you know it's already coming down the <laughs> pipeline so
0: <laughs> that's the great thing about music though is like intertwining sounds kind of thing like you might not be the biggest fan of country but when rap and country come together you Said it's kind of catchy. Your
2: ear into it, right? Was that
0: Little
1: Nas X though you're talking about, or do you know who that is?
2: Like, no,
0: Um, there is another one.
1: I can't remember his name, but it was like a really good, like, it's a good wedding song where you can just dance and like I've gone to a couple. That might have been the guy. Yeah, and it is like you know, it's a good line song, and everyone got into it. Even the old boys were like, you know, we gotta listen to George Strait and that's it. So I don't know. I feel that, I feel that there's a lot of stuff going on in the states right
0: now with uh, first of all the pandemic, and then. Uh, police brutality, would you want to touch on that at all?
2: My views on it, I guess, is um, I think it's cool how right now how big it is because I feel now the subject is bigger than
0: ever. Um, And the movement for peace, like equality, I think, is bigger than ever.
2: Exactly. That's what I love to see. Everyone coming together and kind of supporting it as a whole. It's a very beautiful thing to see. Uh, And then you see on the other side, though, you see those disgusting people that are just show their true colors, almost, like, that they're against the movement, right? Very strongly against it, yeah. I think That's, that's so surprising to see because a, a lot of people, when you see that, it's usually the people you wouldn't expect, kind of. Like, there's even been kind of um, some of my peers, I've kind of changed the way I've pre- I presented myself where it's like, hey, I'm cool with certain things. Like, if you want to joke about that with other people, that's cool. It's not around me, man. Like, I have a certain respect for myself, and I expect the people who are around me to hold that same respect that I'm giving them. So that's kind of where I'm at, especially with what's going on now. I felt it was just put myself in that position as kind of reinforcing the whole BLM thing, like on a personal note for myself. Yeah,
0: I respect that, man. Like, stay true to who you are. You don't want to take shit from anyone else. And yeah, I uh, appreciate you touching on it. I just wanted to bring it up. Uh, you have any hope for a vaccine for COVID or anything? Because there's a lot of talk about that. Russia uh, Today actually just licensed a COVID vaccine. Really? People have doubts about it, though, that it might kill people. Because it's Russia, right?
2: I don't know. I don't know. Even for me, like, I don't even really like going for my flu shots that often. Yeah, I fucking hate noodles, Needles. Right? Noodles.
0: Noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love noodles. noodles, (laughs) Yeah, you eat ramen, bro? Yo, I love ramen. What's your favorite kind of ramen? Spicy.
1: No, but like, what's your favorite kind of brand? Is it just Mr. Noodles or what? Yeah, Mr. Noodles. Oh, man. There's this uh, Korean kind that it can get like safely or whatever kimchi and like whatever? yeah the kimchi yeah, the black so yeah, yeah. kimchi yeah uh,
2: that oh man is that the one with the rooster on that yeah, super, yeah yeah super, the super hot, the one? Super oh, hot one the one
1: that'll like burn you for the next three yeah. days yeah. fantastic the flavor
2: is so good though the flavor it hurts really your good. tongue but the flavor is so good my friend actually the first time i had that he made that uh in out we have this thing called pepper sauce he just like dumped a bunch in there and handed it over to me so the first time i'm just like sitting there just like to like you know peel over I'm like why is this so hot and he's like laughing over there and I see the pepper sauce I'm like oh this guy
1: yeah well the first time I had it uh, this guy from Korea that I was working with he's like you gotta try this and then he like put in his hot sauce from from home Mm. and he's just like you have to slurp the noodles because that's the only way it's done politely so just everything that burns and like I got a little bit like real close to my eye, oh. and like it just it burned my skin. I was like, "Thank God it didn't hit my eye, because I'd definitely be blind at this point."
0: Oh yeah, so you're good with hot sauce? I'm decent with hot yeah, sauce. I don't dude. know if you listen to the podcast, but at the end of the podcast, uh, you try this—the uh, Winnipeg's hottest hot sauce. Okay,
2: okay. Uh, good thing I brought some it, water. I got you, I got. But you. you never
0: know who's gonna be good and bad with hot sauce, because I've had some people be like, "Oh, I can't do that." It's like, fuck you, you can't be on the show then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You say you were in Trinidad when you were eating those noodles? Oh no, the the hot sauce is from Trinidad. Oh, was... no, I <laughs> wish I wish I could go back to Trinidad. I haven't been back in a minute. Well, I shouldn't even say in a minute. I haven't been back. Period. Really. Is that where you were born, or born here? But I'm from Trinidad. Like your family? Uh, yeah.
0: So did your parents like come from there, kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. When you're growing up, did you like eat all the authentic food? Yeah. What's yeah. the best kind of like Trinidad dish? oxtail
2: oxtail i don't even know if you could call that like a trinidad dish i feel like it's more like a caribbean dish but that's definitely that like when it's christmas time and it's a holiday season or something oxtail, you hear oxtail you're running for a plate really you're running for a plate what's
0: it like what, like what does it taste to kind of similar like north american like chicken maybe or like turkey no, and not, you can't
2: even put it it's like fall off the bone tender chewy and really juicy so well, it's it like, like really good ribs yeah, i like the sound of that i guess you could compare it to ribs almost yeah, yeah almost
0: is a lot of the stuff like caribbean food spicy too
2: majority of it is. Um, so it's, a so kind of it's, it, it's a different kind of spicy. it would be nothing
1: for you. Hopefully not. It's a different kind of spicy. It's like a slow burn. Like, it lasts for a few hours. It is what I found anyways. Like, I used to go to this Caribbean restaurant back home in Edmonton. What was it called? That, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it <laughs> no free shout-outs here. Um, but, yeah, they, fantastic food. They're from Jamaica. How do you They're... compare it to this hot sauce? Um, that's more of an Asian hot sauce That uh, compared to the... Yeah? Yeah, like, Asian food or like burn you immediately like it there's no going back but
2: is this one of the ones that have like a sweeter tone to it yeah as it's as really sweet like, oh, yeah shit. It,
1: it's it lasts a little longer but it's it's really good it has a good flavor to it all right all right
2: are we gonna try it out yeah, let's try. go i'm yeah.
1: excited for it a little bit a little bit what
2: are your homies like you got a good group of friends i say they're pretty solid yeah for the most part like i said we just chill uh, make music and stuff like that uh video games are starting to get back into skateboarding and stuff i used to skate a lot back in the day so we're all just looking for like new ways to kind of stay out of trouble especially with covid happening we all got too much free time on our hands so I'm trying to be too much free time
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wish. Fuck yeah so like you ever put any skating in your videos uh not
2: yet no not yet. Because
0: what I think like is, like, a cool concept is, like, those old skating videos. You know, like, Travis Scott does it, too. Like, those – it's just, like, a filter or something. Like the
2: retro filter, I y- guess, kind yeah,
0: of? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. If you put that with skating – could be pretty dope.
2: I feel like that would be dope and like throw like a fish eye on it and just give it oh, more like that
0: authentic skate feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be dope. Tony Hawk. What? You ever play those video games growing up? Yeah, Tony on Hawk, the Game Boy. I
2: Board. used to have it on the Game oh, Boy. The Game Boy. Those, those were sick. Man,
1: PlayStation 1 was how we rolled on that shit.
2: Oh, I never got to try on the PlayStation 1. Oh, man. It was
1: awful because like we didn't even have like the joysticks with it yet. It was just the, the little pads. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, trying your best to do a kickflip and you can't do fuck all with it. <laughs>
0: I, I used to be a... Uh, a pretty bad kid. I used to play GTA. My brother's like PS2 when no one was home mm. or like no one was seeing me. And one time I got mad about like I don't know what was going on. I was having a road rage. And I the PS2 was like connected to the PS, like the controller is connected to the console, right? And I got mad and I like grabbed it. PS2 went flying, broke his no. PS2, and the disc that was in it was stuck in it was Grand Theft Auto. So I got in so much shape, They're like, "What are you playing Grand Theft Auto for?" And I was like seven or something. Uh, There's just no way out of that situation. No way out of it. <laughs> and I was like, "Ah oh, shit, here we go again." I've never interviewed an artist such as yourself that has that many streams. I interviewed my friend who has like a couple hundred streams on SoundCloud. But what's like your mindset into that? You're just like super focused. Like does time go by faster at all or slower?
2: Or? Uh, I don't know. When it comes to time, like my perspective on time is like for me, it almost like there's so much time in life, right? Like we have so much time in life. So when it comes to music and stuff, especially like I feel like there's, there's no rush to it. Like some days I could sit there and maybe I get two, three songs. Another day I could sit there for like six hours, get like half a verse out i don't want to push it because then it's like i can have a conflict with the image or the vision i, pr- I originally had for the song and it's not going to turn out the way i wanted it so like uh i guess going back to like what you said i wouldn't say like time is faster or slower i would say it's kind of just like i guess on fresh time yeah. you're on fresh time i like that man you should make that
0: like your slogan get a shirt or something it's fresh time baby so merch yeah coming
2: soon merch coming
0: soon <laughs> merch coming <laughs> soon check it out on his website
1: um, so have you ever, like, made something where you're like, this is fresh, this is going to be the thing that puts me over, and then it only gets, like, 300 streams or something like that, and it's just, like, almost soul-crushing?
2: Um, I think when I first started out with SoundCloud, that definitely happened a lot.
1: So when did you make that jump from, like,
0: just uploading on SoundCloud to Spotify? Uh,
2: I think it was when I released Hennessy Prosecco, and I think that was one of the, the bigger releases I had, where it was, like, 30,000 streams or something like that. And I was sitting down one day and someone asked me, they're like, hey, like, are you getting paid for this? And I was like, no, no, actually I'm not. And he's like, well, let me tell you something. And he told me about, like, distribution and all this stuff, right? So I was like, okay, well, Spotify is going to pay me and SoundCloud's not going to pay me. Oh, so you had
0: 30,000 streams on SoundCloud? Yeah. Oh, shit. And then someone's like, hey, you can make money off this shit.
2: Yeah, so that's where I kind of made that jump where I was like, okay, because, like, at that point, it's like, I'm putting into marketing and my ads and stuff. I'm like trying to push it on to everyone I know and like doing the most all the time. You know what I mean? Whereas on Spotify, I was kind of like I just sit back, have like a plan of like six steps, get in contact with the curators I need to contact with, and then whatever happens after that happens. Yeah. That's a good
0: question by Angus because I know uh, uploading podcasts, sometimes you get your soul crushed.
1: <laughs> Wait, what do
0: you mean? You put a lot, you put like hours and hours into like a, a podcast, and sometimes you only
1: get 13 viewers. I feel
2: like people like podcasts a lot, though, these days. They do. It's
1: just a matter of getting people into it. So, you know, you have that initial rush of everyone's like, yeah, we'll be supportive. So you get, you know, a couple hundred streams, and then all of a sudden you're down to, you know, for me, like lately, I've averaged 15 to 25.
0: For me, at least, this is like, I want to be on the radio one day. This is why we go to school here, and this is just an easier transition. Mm. And I appreciate you coming on everything. I don't know. I hope you don't think that you're gonna blow up from this or anything, but... <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. we could both blow up, you know? let's go. Uh, people I think I know that you know in the music game would be like, you know, Ben Little?
2: Ben Little? I've run into a couple times, yes, Northern Touch Music Festival.
0: Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Oh, was that, uh, where was that?
2: Uh, Exchange District.
0: I was actually there. Oh, for real? I, pro- I probably saw you perform, actually. Did you oh, perform?
2: Shit. I performed at, what was it called there? La Carnita? Uh, I, I, was, I was pretty up there, too. I was pretty up there too. Uh, do you do that before
0: uh, shows and stuff,
2: performances? Do you these, get these days? I try to stay sober as possible for uh, for shows, honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah. How come you decide to make that tra- like go from you know getting fucked up before a show <laughs> and then? <laughs> You know, decided to stay sober. Well, we had this one show. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go, let's go. We're getting I got, good I got, stuff I here. Got a little
2: too, little too drunk. <laughs> and like in my head, it was like it was like one of those Wolf of Wall Street moments. And you know, when he hops in the whip, he's like, "Oh, everything's fine." I wake up in the morning, the car's just <laughs> pieces. Oh god. <laughs> so like in my head, I'm like rapping. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm vibing right now. I'm vibing right now." And like my glasses, they like they fell off and I kept falling off. I'm like whatever. Like I'm gonna keep rapping. I'm gonna keep rapping. If I see the video in the morning. It's, like, inaudible. I'm, like, ah, yeah. like just learn <laughs> my words. I'm, like, you can just, like, see, like, at this point in the night, I guess uh, people were, like, not realizing my glasses were on the floor, right? So I'm just pulling people on stage, and I'm just jumping and, like, smashing my feet on the ground. Glasses. Oh, shit. Uh, where did my glasses go? Someone hands them back. They're, like, still in one piece, right? Happens again. Next time I get my glasses back in three pieces, I'm, like, oh, Okay. Okay, something's wrong here. Uh, <laughs> what were you
0: drinking, man? What was the drink of choice for that? <laughs> Too true? many drinks. Too, Too many. many I don't even know really what you're drinking. Hennessy or something.
2: uh I think I was with who was I with? I think I was with like Kenny, Kenny Merckx, uh, Ie, and my girlfriend at the time. So it was probably either tequila, uh, Appleton, or I can't even set the last one to be, but it's probably like one of those. Tequila, though. yeah. You definitely had a few shots of tequila.
0: tequila. All right, so now let's move on to the hot takes. This one's the easy
2: one. Cheers, boy. Hot
0: take, cheers. Uh, who's your celebrity crush?
2: Celebrity crush? Uh. Damn, Um. damn. Um. <laughs> 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 Why well, can't I remember her name right now? That girl from Herbie Loaded, she had uh, ginger hair. What's her name? Lindsay Lohan. Here we go. Lindsay, Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's your celebrity crush. Oh, look at this,
0: Lindsay Lohan.
2: How beautiful!
0: I've seen all of your movies,
2: you know. When are we going to make a movie together? I'll set up the tripod and make sure the night vision is on. Oh, baby, yes. <laughs> hey, what are you
0: she kind of fine. She kind of fine. fine, but she's got some stories behind her, we, man.
2: We don't worry about that. We don't worry. About <laughs> <laughs> hey, I guess. How
0: about you? Anna Andrea hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I know she's plastic, but she's a beautiful plastic. Kylie Jenner. Oh. Oh, true. true. Or Rihanna. I think Rihanna's just like, if Rihanna's I were to like marry, if I were to marry a celebrity, probably be Rihanna, cause I feel like she just got wife vibes true. and she can hold it down, you know.
2: That's true. Doesn't she like have like a share in like something in Jamaica or something like that? Like. Uh... A government kind of standing or something like that I, I, she's
1: from the Bahamas but yeah she's she's got some legitimacy down there because she's been, done so well with um, legitimizing her country and getting ca- tourists to go down there to see where she was from
2: that's crazy yeah. you end up being Rihanna's be man you're like a king down <laughs> <man>, there <bro.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> all right we'll do one more here wasn't too hot
1: to take is this Winnipeg's hottest unconfirmed okay how many Schofields is it you guys know? It's supposed to be a million
0: holy shit cheers Oh, cheers. cheers. So, uh, Big Music Guy, I know. I want you to tell me who the best producer you think ever was. Uh, best producer right now and all time.
2: Right now and all time? If you could. I think Metro Boomin.
0: Metro Boomin.
2: I think he's like... Both? I think he holds like... Um, maybe not like in the past, but for right now, definitely. Yeah. I, I think he holds like the most plaques for production out of a lot of the producers right now
0: Whew. yeah got me sweating here
2: Whew. i'm enjoying the flavor though it's nice in the palate yeah you want some more no
0: no no Metro booming uh dre obviously super f- famous producer yeah know.
2: dr dre that is true all time, i'd say all-time dr. dr dre yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, sorry
0: i
1: try not to die in the
0: corner here. <laughs> get the ranch for the white guy. <laughs> Shut um, up. <laughs> that's what we do in this room. We believe in ourselves. We eat fucking hot sauce. Talk about bullshit.
2: That's like my life right
0: <laughs> now. <laughs> Any other funny stories you want to bring to the podcast about yourself before we wrap this thing up?
2: I guess uh, when I first started going to clubs, I was very notorious for being on high places. I notice uh, even now these days, sometimes when I get drunk, I tend to go into high places. Um, like, you'll climb shit? Yeah. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do the exact same thing. I'll start climbing trees. Yeah. Well, not even just trees. I'll be, like, drunk in the club, and sometimes I'll like, hop on top of the table. I'll, be, like, I'll see a bar kind of hanging, and I'll be like, oh, kind of close in my range. Like, you know, I, I got I got some reach. I can make this. So uh, there's been a couple times the security guards have been not too happy about me hanging off uh, the ceiling or being on certain uh, stuff. Um, I think another funny one would be um, the last time we rented an Airbnb. It was, like, a... Three-story condo, and I kind of like woke up in the morning and on a video on my phone. And it was just like me kind of chilling on the top, like on the corner of the condo, just like hella high up just popping a ball of champagne just like talking some shit i'm like who, who permitted this <laughs> like, me to do casual this. <laughs> that's
0: the best thing about drinking sometimes you're like having the most fun and then you wake up the next day and you're like fuck i said some stupid shit right? It's some <laughs> stupid shit and then you kind of get like i don't know a little bit of regret but you're like oh no it was a good night kind of thing yeah, you know those yeah. are the best nights when you're like fuck i said some stupid shit like you regret it but it's still, still worth it still time. worth it yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. Anything you want to
2: plug? Your uh, Spotify? Oh, Spotify would be P-H-R-E-S-H, and then Prince. Uh, from Instagram, you add a 204 to that. Uh, I do have the Facebook uh, fan page now as well. If you like that page, I can actually plug you into the newsletter, get you up on updates for when I will have shows coming up eventually again when all this COVID stuff is over, my new releases. And if I do have some unreleased stuff, maybe I could you know slide into the newsletter for you guys okay. to just see what I'm working on for the moment. Angus, you got anything to plug?
1: Oh, um, please listen to my podcast. It's on Spotify and SoundCloud. A slice of beef, uh, A-S-L-I-C-E-B-E-E-F, a slice of beef, um, or Angus Hout, uh, that generally pops up all of my shit as well. All Ticks right. out for the boys. The freshest of the princes, Jay Vaughn, thanks for coming
0: on the No Fucks podcast. That puts a wrap on episode four of the No Fucks podcast. I'd like to thank Jay one more time for coming on, and I'd like to thank you for listening. Until I catch you next time, peace and love.